Hello, y'all, and welcome to Deck Diaries. I am your host and human, Tabitha, and I'm here to take you on a little stroll through my life's diary and the raw, unedited stories from others. Real stories, real humans, real healing, and a whole lot of fuckery all from the deck. Join me and my co-host Meg and other random guests throughout the week as we learn to unfilter our lives, love ourselves a little bit more, and be better humans. To stay up to date on what's coming up on deck, follow us on Instagram at Deck Diaries and on Facebook at, you guessed it, Deck Diaries. Now, kick off your shoes, relax with me, and welcome to the deck. Welcome to another episode of Deck Diaries. I am your host and human for the hour, and Megan's in the house. Hello. Uh, we uh, we just got back from the FTK episode. <laughs> I'm hearing that everybody loved it so much. So thank you. That was you. a fun one. It Thanks was a for fun one. Uh, taking that ride with yeah, us. Yeah. Um, tonight we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about a few things tonight. Um, so I just came back from I was and I I hadn't really talked I haven't talked about it on the show, um, but I on last Tuesday got the opportunity to speak at the local Women Lead Change Conference, mm-hmm. which um, for me was a big deal. Um, I've never done anything like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, to be even given the opportunity, um, you know, to know that hundreds of applications were submitted and that I was chose just to even speak for a speak tank was pretty cool. Right. And you were one of six, was it? One of six. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And Megan went with me yep. to support me. Yupper. Um, I was scared. I was sweating. <laughs> she um, was. I was. But she looked adorable. <laughs> I was unsure. Like Don fucking Johnson. Fuck yeah. I wore this white blazer. I was Miami Vice in it. Hell yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> or my sweet new vintage Reeboks. Hell yeah. Uh, I kind of felt like it was the first day of school, like I was getting ready. <laughs> Did you do the one strap with your backpack or the two straps? I'm a two strapper. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a strap nerd. That on. Nerd. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so I got this opportunity to speak at this conference. Um, I think there was well over a thousand people in attendance this year. Easily, yeah. Um, I was amazed at how many people were there yes. when we walked in. Yes. It's, I, it's, I had no idea. It's a really cool event. Um, 
And I actually got the opportunity to go last year just mm-hmm. as a guest. Uh, and it was my very first time thanks to uh, a local friend of mine. How did that happen, by the way? I don't know, um, you know, how that, what precipitated that um, Me going invitation. in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I am friends with our mayor in town. Okay. Miss Tiffany O'Donnell. Yes. Um, and I actually just knew friends. We met each other through uh, her campaign and mm-hmm. um, some local mutual friends. And, right. Um, yeah. And her and I just kind of grew a, a bit of a bond with one another. Sure. Um, and that's that's kind of the big thing about tonight's episode too. And, and one of the main things that I f- think I tried to focus on with my speech is don't judge a book by its cover. Right. Absolutely. Um, we might all fall in different economic classes mm-hmm. or social statuses or you think you know something about somebody and that may not be the case if right. you just sit down and give them even three minutes of your time. Right. And Strip all that away. Yeah. Take away the job titles. Look at the person. Yes. Right. Take take all that stuff away. So she thought that would be a, an yeah, interesting... Yeah. So she invited me last year and was huh. like, I think this would be really cool for you to experience yeah. and go um, because it's, it's typically an event where uh, larger corporations, you know, they buy table. It's a nonprofit, so they sure. buy tables and then they bring in these speakers. So to to go on an individual ticket level is is not really common that anybody would do that. Um hmm. you're typically invited by your company. Like Rockwell okay. always gets one, the big companies in town. Sure. Um yeah. So I got to go last year, which was really cool. Me and Jules actually mm-hmm. went. Um and it was it was a very positive experience for me in the sense that when when I walked in, to be completely honest, I felt completely out of place. Okay. I felt like I didn't belong. Okay. Um, it definitely has um, a vibe, and I'm not saying that in a negative manner. Mm-hmm. It's just maybe different from anything that I've ever experienced or gone to. But again, I've never gone to anything like that. Sure. I've never gone to a big conference like that. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, you see everybody, it's kind of like first date kind of nervous. Everybody's in their best. They're mm-hmm. looking nice. It's, yep. um, I felt out of place. Okay. But, and and so with, with my speech, and I'm not going to read you guys my entire speech tonight, um, I, when I got the opportunity to, to speak now after going last year, it was almost more intimidating. Okay. And I think that that, that self-shame that I carry around, that I think many of us carry around, even when I got the email that I was going to get the opportunity to speak, like I threw my hat in the ring, honestly, not really thinking that I would get that chance. Okay. Um, so when I got it, that same self-doubt crept in. Like, yeah. oh, am I really good enough to do this? Right. Like, because the reality is, like all of us, I have a past and, you know, where I came from, maybe in my head, I don't think that I am good enough. Okay. And I think that a lot of us do that. Is there something in you that honestly believes that nobody else in that room has a similar past? Do you feel like you're on an island? I or? did until... Okay. Until I did the speech now. Okay. Honestly, yeah, I've kind Interesting. of I've kind of always felt that way. You know, there's things about your life that you keep secret because you know or assume that people are gonna judge you. And mm-hmm. I've been judged sure. for my past before. So 
I think that it just kind of, it's like a bad coat that right. just kind of hangs on you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. It, Can I, I play devil's advocate for a second? Absolutely, please do. So when you walk into a place like that and you feel out of place and you feel like you are being judged, are you not in essence also judging them back? Absolutely. And that's what I, <laughs> That's one of the big things that I've learned through this right. is to that whole don't judge a book by, a co- by its cover is a, a real deal. Right. I mean, like some of the, the women that I've met in the last, we'll say, a couple of years of my life, um, I, in my mind, have thought, wow, like in the, we'll say, real world, a woman like you and a woman like me wouldn't maybe never be friends. Or sure. maybe if, you know. Hell, like, you and I did it. Correct. <laughs> we correct. judged each other. We correct. never thought. I was like, oh, God. Okay. Never. I'm going to have to play nice with this forever. <laughs> I thought the same thing. A <laughs> nerd. But it's, it's, <laughs> it, it is life-changing for me in the fact that the different people that have come into my life just in the last couple of years that maybe I was being the judger, sure. you know? We and all do on some level. You know what? I, I think I say that all the time. I think that it is in our being to immediately judge. We right. immediately visually judge. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's right. dressed a certain way, looks a certain way, like we're just going to immediately judge. That's right. what we do. Mm-hmm. And and I don't fault anybody for that. We have to fault ourselves for then if we move it to another step. How you which deal is, with that judging. Because correct. I think um, at its core, the judging is like um, a, a natural response, like a, a What's what's that called? It's human it's nature. Like, it's human nature. Like, um, like if you're a freaking caveman mm-hmm. and you see another caveman coming up, if he's a big motherfucker, you're probably going to move to the other side of that boulder, probably. you know? Yeah. Because he's probably going to smash your head and take your woman. Bah. <laughs> Ooga, booga. Gaga. So it's a little bit of like ingrained in you. But yes, it's what you do with that judgment that really matters. Yeah, and can make you yeah, you know, I mean, a good and now, person or and nowadays a we're judging person. Nowadays we're judging people for everything. We're ju- I mean, well, and we always have. We've always judged each other based on our economic status, our social status, our politics, our genders, our um our, clothes, rel- our, our religion, weights, our, our clothes. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, we over everything and and I feel like even now more in the last decade it's gotten even worse Mm -hmm. like everybody's in a box yeah and I'm definitely not one to want to be in a box (laughs) for sure like I want to play with everybody on the playground yeah um so yeah it's been an internal struggle for me though just um trying to remind myself how far I have come Mm-hmm. And that I do deserve opportunities. Right. Uh, and one of the things that I, I said in my speech is I think that this this self-shame creeps in. And it's that shame that holds you back right. ultimately. Mm-hmm. Like that shame I feel like has held me back for so many years right. of applying for a job that I, you know, I don't apply for a job because I don't think I'm good enough or qualified or 
we all are not asking for raises because we forget our worth. Right. Staying in bad relationships because mm-hmm. we forget our worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just kind of realized that a lot of it was self-inflicted. But you got to get out of your head. Right. Like that's kind of my point of, that was my point of my speech is definitely get out of your head and remember how far you have come right. as an individual. Um and we have to stop comparing ourselves to others. That right. was a big part of my speech right. too is we do, we all do it. We all compare our lives. We try to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. We try to all pretend that we're not living paycheck to paycheck, which we are. Most right. of us are Especially all. nowadays. Jesus. We're all struggling. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we try to put on this this yeah, mask that we're not mm-hmm. but why because i'm putting on the mask and you're putting on the mask where if we could just both not put on the mask right. and talk about our struggles It'd be so much more freeing but i think it's really hard for people to get to that point mm-hmm. like i i had somebody in town that heard about my speech that um she does a lot of a lot of life coaching and and things like that and she said they were not ready for you Mm. Like to be that raw and that honest, I know it's hard. Right. I know that. But I'm trying. I'm just, I'm trying on air with all of you guys every day to just try and give it a shot. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I think, I think because of shame, we don't do a lot of things. Right. We stay in a lot of shitty situations. Right. But it's funny because. We all know that we all have shit. I know, but we all so, try to hide it from each I other. I know. So use that to propel yourself forward. Yes. You know? Use that to um, have the air about you that, hey, I know where you're coming from. I've been there or I'm still there. Yeah. But look at us. We're fucking doing it. Yeah. You know? Yes. You know, up- applaud yourself. Yes. Pat yourself on the back and pat others on the back. And I, I think I think a lot of us with all of our secrets that we do have and the masks that we are wearing, um, those secrets that we carry too, it, it almost enables us to feel like we don't deserve love or respect. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I've really struggled with over yeah. the last six, seven years of my life is getting back to a place where I can remember who I am and the gifts that I do have and the nice person that I am really mm-hmm. inside and kind of spread that around, I guess, and not get so goddamn down on myself. Like right. I'm not good enough because of our past, because mm-hmm. of my past. And yeah. I think we all are doing it. And that was very apparent uh, when I gave my speech. Yeah, You know what was funny to me? I, I haven't really talked to anybody about this yet. So when I started my speech, I opened with asking everybody in the room. Oh, yeah. I was curious. So you were an audience member, so you couldn't see. Yep. So I asked everybody in the room to close their eyes, and I asked everybody, and I I asked them to close their eyes so that nobody else would see you because Mm -hmm. here's the other thing. Like a lot of the messages I got from women is you've got coworkers next to you and people you know. Like you don't want to dare – Let anybody know that there's anything messed up going on in your life because they're going to judge you and then they're going to talk about you at the water cooler Yeah, because they can't look at their own glass house. Yeah. So I asked everybody in the room to close their eyes and I asked everybody to raise their hand. I said, um, how many of you in this room are carry around shame? Mm 
mm-hmm. shame of things from your past or secrets or things that are going on behind closed doors. Like how many of you in this room are carrying around shame? And then my second question was, now how many of you in this room are lying about it and mm-hmm. act, keeping it all a secret, not even talking to your closest friends, your family? Like how many of you are living a fake life? Yeah. And I was surprised by the number of hands that didn't go up for either question. Really? There was hands that did not go up at all. And I almost wanted to be like, hey, you, third row, second seat over, (laughs) please tell me how you carry no shame around in your life. But it was interesting to see the hands that did not go up. Huh, interesting. Yeah. So there was just like a smattering uh, I mean, there. I would say the majority of the room, their hands went up, but there was, oh. yeah, but there was definitely a, a group of, I mean, I would say maybe 10% hands didn't right. go up. Hmm. Interesting. And there was, what, 200 plus people in, yeah. the, in the ballroom. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I, to, I told the story of how I did the open mic and that's kind of gotten me where it's gotten me mm-hmm. is slowly learning that the more that I say fuck shame and speak my truth with the people around me, then they're comfortable to do the same. Right. And a lot of people don't have an arena where they even feel comfortable doing that. Right. Um, when when all was said and done and I got done with my speech, I had, I would, I mean, I had multiple people approach me, but there was three particular women that approached me um, that were in it right now, mm-hmm. had been in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, if I, if you're doing the whole judge a book by its cover, these are women that not in a million years, like you would think they have their life together and they probably were, you know, just had the picture perfect, whatever that may be right. look like. And when you say in it, because our listeners don't know what your speech fully was. They were in bad relationships or dealing with substance abuse or their partner was dealing with substance abuse or whatnot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, and for me to, to give them like a lot of the women that reached out said, you know, you gave me a gift today and I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, It means a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. Like I said, I went into that. If I touched one person in the audience, then I did my job. Right. That's exactly what I felt after after you were done. It was like, it doesn't even matter if you win or yeah, whatever no. winning is. Like, you won. Yeah. Yeah. It was... the response was really great. It was quite the experience. Um, another thing about, you know, judging and us judging is, I mean, we were at a women's conference Correct. and... I mean, it's no secret that women in the workplace are, I think, judged more harshly. I mean, that's kind of an ongoing conversation that people have. And you don't want to be seen as vulnerable or weak because you're going to be looked down upon or, you know, you're afraid somebody's going to take your job or whatever it may be. So, um, like, you've got to have all your shit together. Your kids better be awesome kids. You better have the car. You know what I mean? So it almost, it it doesn't surprise me that some people didn't respond to that because they're probably like, oh, 
Pamela over there's peeking. Yeah. She's going to tell. Tell that I have secrets. Right. Like we all have secrets. We, yeah. we all have a past, but God, everybody just remember that you also have a future. And that's what I've really, really tried to focus on in the last seven years of this new journey that I'm mm-hmm. going on is I, I do have a past and I have shit that... I carry shame with. I have shit that you'll learn about me that you will judge me and not like me. But it is what it is. And mm-hmm. I can't change it. Right. And I am who I am. And Would I'm, you change it? I, you know what? I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't change any of it. I. That's that's the the long age question, right? Everybody yeah. asks that. Like, do, you know, do you have regrets? Well, yeah. I mean, I think we all have regrets. But I wouldn't change any of it, especially because I'm where I'm at now and I don't know maybe if I wouldn't have gone through the things that I've gone through if I would appreciate the life that I have Mm, yeah that's fair I mean and you might not be as tough as you are you know mm -hmm. I I know I know a couple people that have had pretty uh, I'm not saying they have had no struggles but Pretty cush lives, you know, parents still together, didn't really have much drama as a kid, you know, did really well in school, married a really nice partner, you know, got pregnant, boom, boom, no problem. I mean, that's all on the outside though, right? Right. But these are, you know, people I'm very close to that I know, I know them very personally, but those are also the people that when shit hits the fan, they kind of don't know what to do and they kind of crumble. It's the people that have been through the shit that are like, yeah, what? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I got a plan, you know, I don't know. When I think, I think if we could be more honest about our struggles, then maybe we could learn from each other too. Sure. That's, you know, right. like that it's not so bad when you're curled up in your bathtub crying, thinking mm-hmm. it's the end of everything that, it's not. Right. It's not. Correct. Yeah. But for for me, overall, the the experience um, speaking was, it was amazing. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was nerve-wracking. The feedback that I got was, wow. Um, yeah. I've got some women that want to come on the show now. I nice. actually have some coffee dates this Friday. Um, and for them to tell their stories and to try just try to connect with other human beings is really what we're trying to do, guys. Like, right. That it's okay. Mm-hmm. And reach out to the show anytime. Like, it's great when I get these messages. Like, yeah. I love talking to these men and women, yeah. might I add you, right. that um, if even for a moment they can feel like they're not alone, then that's really cool mm-hmm. for me. Um, and out of this, I, I mean, I think other doors maybe are kind of opening, you yeah. know? I'm I feel like for once in my life in a really long time I'm giving myself finally the opportunity to grow. Yeah. And it's a really weird feeling. Mhm. Just because I think that we are our worst enemy. It's kind of like you're getting to know yourself all over again. Yes. Ish. Like yes. you know who you are, but Kind of like a new job, you know? Yeah, which I'm on that journey right now too. <laughs> yes. So many are. things Sorry going on in my up. no, no, yeah, no. Let's talk about it. Um, so I've uh been with my company for 15 years mm-hmm. and I will 
be leaving there in July. Um, so in the meantime, I, I am on that new hunt, which is scary too, because I'm a, I'm a 43 year old woman. Mm-hmm. I've done the same thing for 15 years. It's scary. Right. But so I was scared shitless for like the first two days and broke out in hives and everything like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, but now like I'm really excited. That's good. But, and I think that I'm really excited because uh, again, for once in my life, I'm giving myself grace and giving myself, um, like, I'm cheering myself on right. for once in a really long time. Yeah. Like, you've got this, Tab. You yeah. can do this. This is exciting. This isn't uh, a negative. This is a positive. Right. I'm trying really hard just to, but it's working. Yeah. Like, uh, most of my girlfriends, when I told them, they're like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. And I'm yeah. like, no, it's not. This isn't a negative thing. This is a pos- positive thing. Yeah. The universe is clearly pushing me in a different direction. Sure. Um, so I'm going to take that ride. Right. Like You got to make the change either way. So are you going to be like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? Or are you going to embrace the adventure? I'm embracing the shit yeah. out of everything that comes my way That's anymore. Awesome. Honestly. Like, you just have to. Yeah. Ultimately, I just really want to show people that it doesn't matter where you came from. Yeah. What your past is, don't let it hold you back. Because I think, you know, on the perspective that I'm taking now, I think I did. I hold my own self back for a a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just kind of got to plow through it, ladies and gentlemen, and go after it. Apply for that job. Right. Take that chance. Take the, I mean, just yes, yes, yes. Just mm-hmm. do it. Go after it. Meet people that do make you feel uncomfortable. Sure. Like I, that's one thing I've been doing is putting myself in uncomfortable situations. Right. And what I'm finding is that they're not that uncomfortable once you break the ice. Yeah. But sure. putting yourself out there is hard. And I know. And I get it. Mm-hmm. But I do want to help change that mindset. Absolutely. But it doesn't matter. Go with it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it. Do it. You can do it. Um, what do, I mean, do you do you feel that way? Like, do you have those feelings of self doubt? Oh, of course. Um, I like when I got the job that I have now. Um, I kind of worked my way up to being the office manager and I, that was my ultimate goal. Um, I didn't go to college. I wanted to, but that's a whole other story. Um, and so I just focused on the strengths that I already did have naturally and thought, well, I'll just take these as far as I can without a degree. And, uh, so when I got this or was promoted to this gig, I mean, I would have moments of freak out. Like, everybody's going to know I'm, you know, a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you just have to talk yourself down. And I I would get excited to go to work, you know, where before it was just like, do 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 and it was like I embraced the adventure, the adventure too, and saw as a, saw it as a challenge. It's helped me grow personally and professionally. But yeah, there's of of course there's self doubt. Um, I'm pretty comfortable now, and like my staff and I are very close. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, so not so much there, but um, I would say my self-doubt comes more, well, I'm not really, <laughs> I don't really doubt myself much in social situations. No, not at all. No, um, unless it's, you know, you just get that vibe where someone is real closed off. Yeah. But I'm kind of a kill them with, kill them with kindness and mm-hmm. win them over and mm-hmm. make them laugh sort of person. So you're going to like me. Yeah. And not everybody does. And that's okay. I'm a bit much, as one of your friends says. <laughs> <laughs> she loves you now. Yeah. That was yeah, high school. Yeah. I yeah. know. <laughs> that was so funny. And I was a bit much and I am a bit much. And that's okay because it's a lot of muching. I, we're all a bit <laughs> much, good girl. Muching. We are all a bit much. Um, yeah. But as far as shame, I don't know. I feel like I'm doing really well with you are, that. You've yeah, just in the last few years here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really care much. I, so. I do find that that's what a lot of people are struggling with. And that's mm-hmm. why I did my speech on what I did it on and the outreach that I got was like I, I have all this stuff too and nobody to talk to about it. And right. I would, you know, never let anybody close to me or that works with me or anything know mm. anything that's going on. Yeah. And that, that is just kind of too bad because we do kind of live in our, our house bubbles and our work bubbles. And, right. you know, your work people can become your friends and, you know, family for say. And right. to have to put on a show every day is exhausting. Right. So if everybody could just kind of let their guard down and everybody's not going to do that. Right. You got to be what I said. I said at the in my speech, I said, sometimes it takes one person to dance mm-hmm. and then everybody else in the party starts dancing. Right. And sometimes you got to be that person. Right. Um, it may not always be somebody, um, you know, putting a wall up though. Like um, I've had some bad things happened since I started this job. My boyfriend was killed in a motorcycle accident. And it wasn't that I wanted to hide my feelings from anybody, but it was just like work was kind of an escape. Yeah. So that I didn't... Didn't have to talk about it. Yeah, just didn't have to not feel that. Obviously, I felt that deeply, but um, just not, you know, check out for a bit and just focus on something completely different and... Then I would go home and unpack that, you know, after the kids went to bed. So um, may not be that everybody's trying to hide, but I don't know. It's their escape. Yeah. Yeah. Might be. Yeah, I, I can see that. Good um, point. Something I do struggle with, to be completely honest, is um, I am pretty open about, you know, shit I've been through and... Or if, you know, I see somebody struggling, you know, I'll kind of relate to them and, you know, I've been there, blah, blah, blah. Um, Try to share things that have worked for me or just, you know, give them somebody to listen to. But I kind of have that dad syndrome, I guess, is the best way to put it, where it's kind of like rub some dirt on it and get the fuck over it. me too. Because it's like I have been there and I had to just pull up my panties and fucking go through it. And I wasn't complaining. I wasn't using it as an excuse. So when I see people that, and so it's such a fine line because it's like, I want people to talk about it. I want people to feel heard, but 
then when you get people that are kind of using it as a crutch, Mm -hmm. I really have to stop myself from judging Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of almost getting angry. It's like I did not, I was not afforded that luxury of being like, oh, sorry, I can't do that. I'm... I'm fucked up or this is fucked up or that's fucked up or this happened or that happened. Tough shit. I got up every day and I dealt with it. You got to move forward. I've told that I can be insensitive. Yeah. And I never mean to be. Um, never. I, I really don't. I just, I'm more of like, there's a problem. Let's find a solution. Sure. Instead I mean, we of can, just regurgitating. We can wallow in it. We can wallow in sure. it for a little bit. That's totally fine. And let's sit and hug and cry and talk about it. I mean, we can talk about it for months if you need to, but at some point there has to be progress. Right. Like, you know, after my divorce, yeah, I went into a hole right. for a little while. And and I did do that for for a lot of reasons, not not necessarily because I was trying to wallow in it because I didn't want to, trust mm-hmm. me. Um, but I was trying to be safe with myself too. Sure. Um, I do have past addiction issues. You know, mm-hmm. there was a time in my life where I drank a lot and mm-hmm. and, uh, and drugs and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I wanted to also be kind with myself and make sure that I wasn't going to fall back into bad patterns because right. I was in such, I mean, I was broken. I was hurt. Right. I, I wanted to make sure. So mm-hmm. I did wallow in it for a while, and then it was just time to, okay, this is what I chose, and this is my new life, and what are we going to do to fix it? Yes. So I know that I can be insensitive, even, I mean, even with my own kid or, um, you know, my, my quasi-niece, my roommate's kid, as mm-hmm. I, you know, that I can be very, you know, come yeah. on, figure it out, get over it, let's do this. Yeah. And never am I trying to be insensitive, just trying to to help push. Right. To help push. Because you, I mean, you can see, like, you believe in people. Absolutely. You you want to see them do do well. And, of course, not everybody responds in the same way to those methods. Yeah. Um, When I've been working on my delivery in my life, delivery is key. Yeah. That that is something we all, I think, can maybe work on. And I, and I, First to admit it, like right. I have to work on my delivery. I can be a little brash. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But sometimes people need that. So listeners, like when you are reaching out to someone or, you know, spilling your truth or your shame, be prepared that the answer might not be what you want to hear and it might feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might be part of the problem. Yes. I've been part of the problem many times. Mm -hmm. I've had to take many hard looks in the mirror and I've had to get the fuck over some things. And it doesn't mean that person is like, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. No, they know it matters, but they're showing you that you matter more than that problem. So don't let it define you. Correct. I don't know. Yeah. It's For my sure, dad speech of the day. Because <clears throat> <laughs> I had my own dad issues today. Sorry, dad. Mm. <laughs> yeah, not. I mean, and not liking people's responses is is even something I've had to constructive criticism. Right. Like I think us as humans, we always we do maybe 
all get a little, you know, it, we get butthurt or defensive mm -hmm. or, but the more and more that I don't do that and really just kind of try to take a step back and listen to the person, the better I feel like I'm getting, honestly. Right. Like, like my whole delivery thing, like that's something I've had to check myself. Right. It's I helping to, you grow yes. just by listening to them and responding to yeah, them. Yeah, just kind of just own own your faults and right. and along with that is own your shame and that it's okay and right. yeah, we're you guys we are all struggling out there. We're all struggling emotionally, we're all struggling financially, we're all dealing with something. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It is okay. It's okay. We're going to get through it. And do chase your dreams and mm -hmm. do go after shit that you think somewhere in your mind you don't deserve for. And that doesn't have to be the big job mm -mm. or a trip across the world no, or whatever. No. It can be something as minute as let's take fucking ukulele classes. Right. Yeah. That brought me so much joy. Yeah. Yeah. It still does. Just trying new things. <laughs> still not my kids, but it still brings uh, me joy. <laughs> they still hate it. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. 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 They're, at this point, they just kind of side eye and laugh at me, and that's okay because I still love it. Oh, fuck those kids. Right? <laughs> we learned all about that. <laughs> I'm going to Joe Dirt you. I'm going to Joe Dirt all of you. Uh, so, yeah, the speech went really well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm so excited that I got the opportunity to do that. And it seems like there might be some more speaking opportunities for me on the horizon, which is really cool. Yes. Um, again, we, we're just here because we want to help. Mm -hmm. And we are so imperfect and we are here to fucking share it right. with all of you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's so many buttons on the board that I want to push. So many. <laughs> so for all of you guys listening, like when you're in a podcast studio, there's a board and it has, you know, all the laughs and the chimes and it looks uh, like old school Simon. Yeah. The yeah. Lights and the colors. And it's kind and of fun to play with. Yeah. So if you hear random like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys like that? Oh. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, I just wanted to let everybody know about the speech and what the point of the speech was, was to don't, don't let it, that shame is holding you back. Mm -hmm. It is ultimately holding you back. And talk to people that maybe you wouldn't normally talk to and try to judge less and love a little more. And, I mean, I'm trying really hard in my life, and it seems to be kind of working out. Mm -hmm. I like it. Did you know that I cried a little bit at one point during your speech? Did you really? I did. Why? What did I say? When you were talking about um, therapy. Mm. And I've heard you say this a bajillion times, but I don't know. Something about the way you said it and it, it was like the air in the room changed. And you were like, why are we hiding the fact that we're going to therapy. I know, but really, it why? It shouldn't be she's going to therapy. It should be she's going to fucking therapy. Yeah, well, fuck you didn't yeah. say fucking, but... No, I couldn't say fucking. <laughs> I definitely had to clean up my acts yeah. like my grandma used to have to. Sometimes you got to clean it up for the right. audience. But, but you're just so passionate in that I moment. Am, I am. I'm, just... so, I'm so passionate about mental health mm -hmm. and therapy and just people trying to be okay because I'm in it right now and mm -hmm. I'm still learning. So yeah. as I'm learning things... I'm definitely trying to share and they maybe they work for you and maybe they absolutely don't. Or yeah. if you have something to share with me, please do. Like I'm a sponge. Mm -hmm. I just want to be 
in a happier place and I want to be a better human being Mm -hmm. because if I'm better, then hopefully the people around me can be better too. Right. And we are the world. (laughs) We are the future. (laughs) (laughs) Fucked that one up. I don't remember the words, but you get what I'm saying. But yeah, don't let the, don't let the shame hold you back and go after whatever it is you want to go after, big Mm -hmm. or little. Right. Just do it and... Yeah, love yourself. Yeah, hell I'm yeah. I'm slowly learning to love myself, and it feels really good. And go having to get a new job at 43, it is so scary. And I'm hearing that a lot of other, you know, people are going through it, especially with the way the world's been the last few years. But right. try just try to power through and put a smile on your face and realize that maybe it could be the best thing that ever happened to you. Because right. at one point in time, the job that I have now, that I, the company I've been with for 15 mm-hmm. years— was the best thing that ever happened to me. Right. Yeah. And then there's something new. And mm-hmm. it's the same with, I think we get comfortable. This is something I, I definitely realized that I got comfortable and complacent mm-hmm. and you get scared to try something new or to do something new. Mm-hmm. And that goes with everything in your life. The right. relationships you stay in because you're comfortable. Right. You know you're bored or like you're you unhappy. Say, level up. Level That's up. That's over. And now you're going to level up. Level up. Do you want to tell our listeners uh, kind of what you're looking for? Maybe you could get a job. Yeah. Offer um, or interview. I really want to uh, go into the market, marketing, public relations, Mm -hmm. communications. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, my dream job would, I could just be a writer all day of my life. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, and I, and I have some really fantastic things that have been put on the table in right. front of me. Um, and I have till July to explore my options, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of nice because I kind of feel like, you know, it's like this time around when you pick the new boyfriend, you can be picky. Right. And kind of go after what I really want to go after. Yeah. And maybe do things outside of my box and, I don't know, yeah, try something new a little more in my dream realm right. for the second half of my life. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm I'm just really going to try to make the second half as good as I can. Right. Make it count. Yeah. I mean, I figure we're halfway there, right? Right. Like, if you say the average is 80, we're halfway there. So Living on a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. How can you say that and not say living on you a prayer? You can't. I wish I could play that song for you right now. <laughs> uh, so, yes, go after it, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be okay. We're all going through shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, follow us online, and there's going to be some new fun episodes coming up. I'm pumped. Yes. All right, guys, you have a good night. We love you. Later. Bye.